folks, and welcome to The Bend. I am your host, Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck. Beck, 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 Oh my gosh, love it when he does this. Okay, thank you for tuning in, everyone. Today's show, we are all over the board. Spotlight a Massachusetts fan who sent in her latest crazy adventure. Have lots of outdoor news. Guest Nevin McCoy is here, too, to talk camp, the survival rules of three, and how they apply to daily life, and so much more. So let's get rolling. First off, remember, we love hearing from all of you. Comments, stories, ideas. Get a hold of me anytime. Call or text 305-900-BEND. That is 305-900-2363. Or drop me an email at bendradioshow at gmail.com. Joining today is my producer, sound engineer, wingman, Jeff Tigger Earhart. Your bestie. My bestie. And lately, we have been putting on the miles, so I think, I, I don't know. i got to be honest, we're tired. <laughs> I mean, we're tired. I don't even want to know how many states we've been covering in just the last week, week and a half, or how many miles have been put on the, you, the and diesel. And you want to know why we're struggling with that? Because we've been stuck at home for a long time. Yes, we went We went from, well, well, and everyone says, what we follow you on social media. You guys aren't stuck at home. We see the hashtag catch back if you can. Yes, we are getting out and about absolutely, but this has been a different kind of travel. I mean, we've been doing everything from having fun, hiking, hunting, to all of a sudden doing rodeo, mm-hmm. hitting some great rodeos. Yep. And, and up north where we were hitting the rodeos, it's extremely hot. So, you know, you go from some cooler temps to hot temps. Always on the Summer's go. Summer's not over yet. It no. is not. We are making the most of the dog days of summer. We'll put it that way. And then just lately, this last week, Tigger had us at CattleCon 21. So, yes, we have been all over the map. That sound means it's time for our spotlight segment. This week, I am spotlighting a fan, our fan, Phyllis Pettiford from Massachusetts. Phyllis and her husband, Stacy Pettiford III, are kind of like Tigger and I, always up for trying something new. Now, I know, Tigger, you've not done this, but when we go out east, <laughs> another activity has been added to the bucket list. All right. <laughs> Phyllis was kind enough to send into the show how her and her husband went squid jigging. Yeah, you heard me right. Jigging so for is it squid. Like jigging like I'm thinking? Like yeah. gigging for frogs, kind of? Uh, jigging for squid is uh, using a fishing pole and putting a jig on it. Okay. That's exactly and what I'm squid. talking about. Okay. I know, I know. I'd never heard of such a thing. And those are wondering, yeah, squid or salt water. And Phyllis, as I mentioned, she's out in Massachusetts, and she shared their first experience. So it's squid fishing. Yes. Okay. Yes, I didn't, and I didn't <laughs> yeah, know I did that, that there was such thing as squid fishing or jigging for squid. I, I just found this very, very interesting. So anyway, um, she shared her first experience going after these fast swimming creatures with ten arms. And okay, I probably should tech. <laughs> I should probably technically clarify this. They don't necessarily have ten arms. They have eight arms and two large tentacles. Just to give you a visual, everyone, you're going to have to go to our Facebook page so I can show you a picture of what a squid actually looks like. Phyllis and her husband went out at night on the boat and using a green light, they attracted plankton like crazy that then drew the squid in. And just so you so folks were they understand. Trying, were they trying to go squidding? Yes. That, that was the, that was the, the goal. goal. It wasn't that they were trying to catch something else and they snagged a, a squid. 
Right. Nope. This was their absolute goal. They've done a lot of saltwater so fishing. So is there a squidding season? Well, that's what I asked her about. And she said in Massachusetts, um, there's no limit, but she has heard other states, there are limits. But where they're at in Massachusetts, there's okay. no limits on how many I'm squid learning, you can catch. I'm learning so much. <laughs> Carry on, Montesquieu. Carry on. Uh, and just so you know, so when they use this green light at night, again, they're at night fishing, it attracts the plankton in like crazy, and that draws in the squid. And just so you understand, too, folks, when they're jigging for squid, the sizes of these squid are about 10 inches up to 15 inches in length, the smaller being better for eating, and the larger are then cut up and used for bait when they go out saltwater fishing. Tigger has his hand in the air okay, again. Okay, when you said squid, I thought you were talking about this monster, you know, that's the size of a house or something. I mean, a big, a big squid the size of a horse. You're talking a little tiny squid. Yes, yes, they are going. Yes, they're going you after had, you, the smaller you let us ones. Down. You let us but you down know what? I knew you were going to go <sighs> down that track. So get this. Mm. I already was ahead of the game and mm. had a little fun fact for everyone, too, that goes with squid. Yes, Tigger's right. They can get to be large. And the biggest squid ever recorded weighed in at 1,900 pounds and had a mantle or body length of 10 and get this, the tentacles on that monster were 45 feet long. So, yes, you're right. Squid can get to be huge. But Phyllis and her husband were going after the itty bitties that we might enjoy. So you're, for calamari, is that right? Yes. Yes. There That's you go. That's the ones that are used for calamari? Yes. And so I'm she went so on much. to say when harvesting the squid, she shared that cleaning them is no easy task either. These buggers do indeed ink a person there's quite the process to remove the tentacles and arms and then clean out the body well very well because that's what you're able to then eat consume enjoy later do you like calamari i do I, do you i should i should know everything about you but i didn't know you didn't if you know like, that i didn't know if you like calamari or not well i should say deep fried and who doesn't like everything deep fried uh, yeah, okay, yep. <laughs> oh so there you have it folks Thanks to fans, we talked about a topic or new adventure I never thought would be on our radar. Phyllis and Stacy Pettiford, appreciate hearing from you. And the folks, if you're interested in keeping up with the Pettifords, you can follow them at Catch Us Outdoors Trading Post. That's at Catch Us Outdoors Trading Post. Or women interested in doing some of these adventures with other ladies, Phyllis has started her own organization called Women of the Outdoors, and you can reach out to her there as well. Just search at W-O-T-O-U-S-A. All right, there you have it. And I challenge all of you on your next adventure to send me pics. Tag at The Ben Show on social media. You just might be our next spotlight shout out or even as a guest on this show. Sit back and enjoy the news. Heading to Utah, Utah police report the drought gripping the West is contributing to an increased number of mountain lion sightings. According to police Lieutenant Pat Evans, it appears cougars are being forced into more populated areas to get enough water to drink. Authorities are warning, in the event of an encounter, people should try to make themselves look big, maintain eye contact, and never run away from a cougar. Any small pets or kids should be kept close. East to Georgia. Angler Wayne Null of Braxton, Georgia, had a surprise when he was bass fishing on a local river. Wayne reeled in an 18-inch flounder. Yes, you heard right, a typical saltwater fish. This flounder made its way 200 miles up the coast on this river. Congratulations, Wayne Null. 
Next, we head north to Wisconsin. It's finally here, your chance to own your own island. Fairy Island on the beautiful Booth Lake is available for all your rest and relaxation. Situated on the one-acre island is a cozy cabin complete with kitchenette, living room, dining, full bath, and two bedroom areas. All you have to do is pack your swimsuits and enjoy the boat ride over. Oh, and get this, the boat is included too. Asking price is currently only $315,000. Only. So only. can you rent it? Can a person rent the island? For a stay? The listing does not say. I mean, I, if I were you, though, I would inquire. Business venture, I'm exactly. just saying. Maybe That's if it doesn't work thinking. out in the communications business, buy an island. Rent it out. After the break, we are heading to North Carolina. Stay where you are. We'll be right back. Looking for a guided turkey, <laughs> white-tailed deer, bow, or rifle hunt fully guided yet this fall? Yes. Look no further. Let Steve, Rob, and the fine folks from Wablo Creek Outfitters make your hunt happen. Yes! Located in southwest Missouri, Wablo Creek Outfitters offers turkey and deer hunts designed for tree stand and ground blind hunting for both bow and rifle seasons. All-inclusive packages include comfortable bunkhouse-style accommodations, farm-fresh meals, and an experience that leaves you feeling like family. Yes. Now, don't wait. A few spots for the fall 2021 remain, and now booking for 2022 spring and fall hunts. Visit Wabloke, spelled a little bit differently. That's W-E-A-U-B-L-E-A-U, WabloCreekOutfitters.com, or find us on Facebook at Wablo Creek Outfitters. Book your next adventure today. Wablo Creek Outfitters. W-E-A-U-B-L-E-A-U. Welcome back, folks. Now, I know summer is wrapping up and many of you are scurrying to get those last minute back to school items and not really thinking ahead to next year quite yet. I'm still in summer mode myself and I'm making a list. I know that sounds crazy, but I'm already making a list for next summer's activities as well as keeping on my radar opportunities that may happen during the school year for our youth that are maybe not, you know, the usual conventional organized sports, speech, debate, etc. So please just stick with me here. I know you're thinking, where is Beck going with this? I'm talking about the benefits of camps. While summer camps may be wrapping up, but I've been hearing of other camps that may be taking on a new program offering by being a year-round experience. Today joining us from North Carolina is Nevin McCoy, a man that grew up attending camps in the summer and saw early on the long-lasting benefits that those camps have on our youth. Nevin has been a camp counselor and camp director over the years, and today is helping start a new camp located in Ferguson, North Carolina, the Blue Ridge Ranch. Thank you so much for coming around the bend with us, Nevin. How did you become so passionate about camp? I grew up going to a few YMCA camps, and... I knew early on that um, there was something special about those places because, you know, you go from, you know, a school environment where you have your group of friends and they have expectations of, of what you are and who you're going to be. And you don't necessarily get to, to be yourself if you haven't gotten to that point in your development yet. And so every summer I used to go two weeks and I would be able to be whoever I am, be goofy, 
um, not fit into the stereotypes, not fit into the expectations of, of people that I've known for a while. And you get to, to discover and find yourself and the wilderness and doing activities at camp with, with kids and having the amazing counselor staff that you can have along with the activities that you get to do really solidify who you want to be and, and how you want to get there. And I'm always been a, a large person. And so, you know, being, being that way, being accepted and not being limited by certain things when I was at camp. Um, made me feel really comfortable with being able to express that and, and lift other people up to believe the same thing about themselves. And so um, after high school, I knew I wanted to do something with the outdoors and I knew I wanted to do something with helping people. I got a degree in ecotourism and adventure travel. And uh, since then, it's just been, you know, how can I use what I learned there to teach people about the environment? show them that the environment is safe and fun and exciting and that it can it can build you up um, more than any other thing that uh, that you can take part in. I love this message that you're bringing about and how you found confidence in the outdoors. I can agree with you too. I mean, I was a kid that grew up on a ranch and believe me, we were outside all the time. But my dad, actually, he was a huge supporter of camp and he made sure all of us kids went away for at least one week during the summer for camp but it was that ability to meet other people that might be like-minded that you might not have in your school environment and to just in and if nothing else really network start networking at a young age making these long-lasting friendships all over um i have a feeling we kind of see see eye to eye on this would you say Absolutely. Yeah, it's uh, it's been an incredible opportunity to be involved in it and be able to bring those things about and affecting change in a community that is so attached to non-face-to-face interactions and getting worse, you know, all the time. Uh, it's just been it's been amazing to, to reach out and grab those kids and, and be able to pull them up into a, a comfort level they haven't known. Now, today, Nevin, you guys, you are part of a group called Hope for His Children. Is that correct? That is correct. Could you tell us a bit about uh, what your guys' focus is and what you're, what's driving you guys to this success? About a year ago, I had gotten laid off from the YMCA and um, we, you know, we'd done some, we had moved from uh, Texas to New York and things had just kind of gotten um, crazy and I felt a uh, need to go home to South Carolina. When I got home, the open arms of my church family and and old friends um, was strong and it was amazing for being gone for about 11 years. And uh, a friend that I actually went to church with is the daughter of Troy Lovins, who is the founder of Hope for His Children. And she said, hey, you know, my dad has been, you know, thinking about starting a camp. Um, You should uh, give him a call and and see what, what he's wanting to do. And I was like, all right, excellent. So we had a couple meetings and, you know, I fell in love with what, what he was doing with Camp Run Amuck, where the boys come and they have a, a week during the summer where they just run amuck. And he teaches critical life lessons and um, character values and, you know, just general boy stuff that doesn't necessarily get to get done, teaching him some hands-on stuff. And so with a little bit of the run amuck and a lot of bit of 
um, new curriculum that went in for the Christian missions and the and making it just a little bit more official. We developed a curriculum that Hope for His Children will start producing. And it's just been it's been a wild ride and it's been exciting. This camp that you're starting, your curriculum, things like that. Are you going to be including, you know, maybe learning new skills such as uh, possibly archery or just skills of getting outside, you know, outdoor stuff? Yeah, absolutely. So part of that is um, the uh, rules of three, which is the outdoor living skills, survival type, um, 72 hour survival training. And we'll be teaching that with the boys. Um, we'll also be doing archery. We're hoping to do um, rifles, other kinds of guns, be able to do um, homesteading. So animal husbandry, gardening, all those things, outdoor cooking, fire pit cooking, um, all of those things are really important to us, getting those skills into the boys. We want to be able to give them the grassroots, the grassroots bottom layer, what you need to survive so that they can start thinking their decision process through that. Because, you know, the first thing in those rules of three is you have three seconds to decide whether or not you're going to survive the situation or that you're going to have a positive outlook on what's going to happen. And then you go into air three minutes and then you go into the other necessities that you have. But if you started every situation you came to, if you had an emergency situation where the power went out and you're sitting there with your family in the future and you thought, okay, I need to make sure that I'm going to have a positive mental outlook on this so that my family stays calm so that I'm able to do what I need to do to get the power back on and that we can move forward. And it all starts with that first three seconds of decision-making you have to make no matter what it is. And so if, if we can start with our young people having a positive outlook, as soon as a situation comes up, the outcomes we feel are going to be much better. The ranch, by the way, where is that located? Is it located, I believe in North Carolina? Is that correct? Yeah. Yes, Blue Ridge Ranch is located in Ferguson, North Carolina, right on the uh, uh, on the edge of the Blue Ridge Parkway and the Blue Ridge Mountains. It's a beautiful setting, 386 acres. Um, we have barns, we have pastures, we have forests, we have waterfalls, five ponds, um, native trout stream running through. So we'll be able to teach the kids every bit of outdoor exploration that we want, teaching fly fishing, teaching fishing, teaching, you know, Every, everything you can think of, uh, wild medicinal edibles, shelter building, even how to uh, make spring heads and tap springs is, is, is part of our goals here at the ranch. As a takeaway for those who have been listening and are interested in going, you know, I have kids or I have nieces, I have nephews, I might want to think about sending this way or into a curriculum like this. Do you have any last food for thought thoughts on why this is a great opportunity or how to sum it up? We're really excited. You know, our vision is to pour into our community as God directs us in order to become what he wants us to be and to inspire others to do the same one individual at a time. We are all God's children and we all have the abilities to do these things. And he gives us those abilities. And we're just trying to help bring those out in people. You know, we are going to have camping here, overland camping, primitive camping, and RV camping available for anybody. And we're going to have programs during those times so that if you just want to dip your toe in and get a taste of what our programming is, um, we'll be available to do that. We, we love for anybody that has any interest at all to, to come and, and check us out and, uh, and, and be a part of what we're trying to do. Thank you again, Nevin, for being here. We wish you and the folks at Blue Ridge Ranch all the best on this new camp for kids. Just so everyone understands, 
Blue Ridge Ranch hopes to open sometime in September. And for those wanting to learn more about Blue Ridge Ranch or are interested in donating, head to Hope for that's the number four, hischildren.org, or follow Blue Ridge Ranch on Facebook at A with the Circle, Blue Ridge Ranch NC. Stay where you are. We make our final bend right after this. This is Beck. First, I appreciate all of you for listening and making The Bend part of your week. Many of you have asked, how do I catch past episodes? The answer is super easy. Head to thebendshow.com and click on the shows tab. There you can listen to every episode all the way back to episode one. Podcasters, head to your favorite podcasting app and search The Bend. You'll find us. Be sure to follow and subscribe and never miss another episode again. Hey guys and gals, this is John Arman with Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV. Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV travels the back roads to the backwaters in pursuit of the ultimate adventure in hunting and fishing. Join Team UOA every week for exciting action in the crosshairs of the outdoors. Catch Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV on YouTube, Amazon Prime, and make sure to follow Team UOA on Facebook and Instagram to share in the ultimate outdoor adventure. Welcome back, folks, and thanks for sticking with us around this final bend. All right. Yes, that sound there was the sound for the crosshairs, but I, I just like that jingle, by the way. Tigger, you did good on that one. That I'm sound kind effect. of a, a jingle guy. I like the sound effect, sound effect stuff. Yeah, that's kind of what you're known for. If a lot of people have kind of wondered what else is Tigger known for other we than the same thing cattle and whips and all that. You're known for your jingles. When we're doing rodeos, that's one of our trademark is having a lot of those funny sound bites. Oh, yeah, except on, on rodeos, if we're going to bring up that quick, you've, pa- you've passed the buck on that, and I'm supposed to be the one now that's hitting you with the crickets when your jokes are just not there anyway <laughs> anyhow all right well we just heard a bunch of casings hitting the ground on that crosshair sound and that reminded me of how, of how hunting season is literally just around the corner around the bend we've got archery just season. got a, got my gratis tag too did i tell you that in the no morning? you didn't yeah i just got that last week well good to apparently deal. everybody good to else hear. needs to know that good too. to hear but i know bow season will be opening real soon some areas, it just depends where you're at. A lot of times, uh, I know in some of the areas I hunt, it's over Labor Day weekend is mm-hmm. when bow season starts. And right after that, there's dove. All of those great activities that gets us outside. But what I want to reflect and touch on is, do you have your dates set up with your local processor for your game? Oh, too sh- do we? We do. Because you're kind of in charge of that. Yes, I am. When 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 I use the date from the year previous, I always make another okay. date right after the fact. But okay. if everyone remembers last year, how all of a sudden there was a shortage of processors due to whether it be packing plants or what, dealing with the other you know beef industry to hogs, all of that. I would, in my mind, I don't have anything to to. This is just my opinion. I would highly suggest moving forward into this next hunting season to be prepared and book ahead. So you're saying for people to get on the horn right now and call get to see. Get on the horn with your I'm favorite gonna, processors. I'm going to emphasize that because I, I, don't, I can't speak on everybody, but I would almost guarantee that people are booked. 21 is booked. 
I would say so too, because I was checking Mm -hmm. on dates back in June and they were booking into 2022. So everyone is not caught off guard or surprised this year. Yes. Call the local processors, find out if they are taking dates. Some of the processors we found out last year had decided in their business plans because of what COVID had done, they may or may not be processing wild game like they had in the past. Right. So that's another thing just to verify and find out what the situation is out there. And if you need to be ahead of the game and maybe have to buy a freezer or something of your own to hold your game. Good luck trying to find one of those too. Absolutely. So everybody get on the horn, call those processors and get your dates in the book. If you have a topic we should investigate or have a tale of your own to share, send it this way. Call, text 305-900-BEND. That is 305-900-2363. Or email bendradioshow at gmail.com. Social media, we are everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, follow A with the circle at The Bend Show. A huge thank you to everyone who came around The Bend. Producer and sound engineer, Jeff Tigger Earhart. Our spotlight fan, Phyllis Pettiford, and her husband for sharing their latest adventure, Jigging for Squid. And to our guest, Nevin McCoy and the Blue Ridge Ranch. As always, remember folks, send us those adventure pictures. Hunting, fishing, camping, hiking, everything. We want to see those around the bend photos while you are out. We love seeing what everyone is doing in the outdoors. Missed this episode? Find all of our shows on the website, thebendshow.com. Thank you to our partners, Schneider Taxidermy, Ranch House Coffee, Mickey's Mustard, Downtown Threads, Oklahoma, Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV, Wobbleo Creek Outfitters, RFD TV, and the Cowboy Channel. Finally, a big thanks to all of you listeners out there that came along. Keep up with me, Beck, all week long by following The Bend on Facebook and on Instagram at The Bend Show. This is Rebecca Warner, and remember to catch Beck if you can next week on The Bend. You've had that hunting or fishing adventure of a lifetime. Now preserve that memory with an actual piece of art. For over 20 years, Schneider Taxidermy in Helena, Montana has provided superior service and a commitment for excellence to customers all across the United States. Schneider Taxidermy believes in only delivering the highest caliber of quality, matched with courteous and professional service. Whether a custom-designed piece or a shoulder mount, Schneider Taxidermy is award-winning and known for their exceptional turnaround. Skilled in all aspects of taxidermy, they have the knowledge and the experience. Having seen everything from North American to African exotics, from king salmon to bighorn sheep to elk, red stags, black bucks, mountain lions, and grizzlies, visit schneidertaxidermy.com to view their award-winning works of art and start making that once-in-a-lifetime memory truly a work of art. Where the customer's always first at Schneider Taxidermy.com.